podcast. You know, are you, do you want to reach into your bag now while we're fading over the music? No, not at all. No, I, can, I can't really hear myself that well. Are my headphones on backwards? Hold, please. There's always something, folks. No, I think I'm just low. I can't hear myself very You think much. you're low? Yeah, I'm a little low. How about that? Huh? Oh, that's a... Uh, no. Let's try again. You were a little unplugged. Oh, now I... Okay, this is better. Now does everything feel normal? Now you're louder and... Uh, yeah, before I was hearing you across the table and not you in the mic... In the headphones. Oh, okay. I don't really want to hear you, IRL. Oh, thanks, man. Well... <laughs> Welcome to Green and Lewis, uh, where we fiddle with headphones for 45 seconds. Thanks for joining us uh-huh, yeah. on this evening's broadcast that you're probably listening to Thursday on a Thursday morning. morning at 6 in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble temperature regulating. This day is very confusing. I'm cold. I'm hot. I'm sweating right now, but I'm too cold. to. I don't know what's going on. Well, tis the weather, man. It's really hard weather to dress for right now because it is sort of warm and then it gets cold at night and it's also raining and then it's also swampy and then it's also dry. I'm like, cl- yeah, I'm clammy. Yeah, I've been struggling with this all weekend Ugh. because I've been out of doors for the majority of the time and it it wasn't that hard, but it hasn't been pleasant, I'll tell you that. Sunday was fine. Sunday I was walking around in this this very sweatshirt going, oh, right. You know, I'm walking on sunshine, whoa, whoa and don't it feel good. No, yesterday was beautiful. Yeah. But I went on a boat yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's So right. I had to keep in mind that it's going to be cold on the boat, which it was. Which meant all day I had to carry an extra layer that I didn't really oh. need, but I did really need. Pop on, pop off, pop on, pop yeah. off. Ugh, that's the worst. So, But that's the general vibe right now <clears throat> overall, I think, is uh, <sighs> you're lucky you have a car, you know, makes everything easier. Mm, yeah. Yeah, you know, does. you can you bring the extra. Car. I know I'm not accusing you of oh. being the only one having a car. I'm just saying you're lucky to have one because, you know, you can throw the extra layer in there and it can just sit there. I usually doesn't cost you anything. I sometimes don't even put the extra layer on. I just run to the car a little cold and then just crank up that heat if I'm a little little chilly. I too do that. But in the back of my mind, I have this bad feeling from being raised in Ohio where you're further away from stuff and the winter is harsher. That you don't want to get caught, like, with your pants down, clothing-wise, <sighs> if your car breaks down. Although, in a major metropolitan area with public transportation absolutely everywhere. It'd be fine. There's really nothing to worry about. But I still have that part of myself that says, don't do that. Bring extra stuff. Like, I practically want to bring, like, an emergency blanket and some bars with me my every time. My parents often are like, do you need a blanket to throw in your trunk? And yeah. I'm like, for what? For the homeless man that'll inevitably find his way in there. When I, when what I break down like in the ocean, what are we doing? When oh. I finally decide to Thelma and Louise it into you know the harbor. Yeah, right. Which is only like what a two foot drop. Yeah, and, and your car would probably just settle into the mud, and your head would still be above and above be like, water. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> the saddest, yeah. the saddest middle aged suicide ever. They'd be like, did you just crash? I'm like, no, I tried to end it all. And they'd be like, are you dumb too? Yeah. I'm like, you're stupid and sad. Huh. That's a, that's a two-hander right there. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Speaking of homeless men, my sister was in town this weekend. Okay. I'm not I'm not calling her that. But uh, she, uh, I, I'm just, you know, we we're going to cover it anyways, I'm sure. But uh, I thought of it earlier because on our way in from the airport, we're driving in. You know, I picked her up. And she's like, I haven't really seen any homeless people. Like, are there homeless people here? 
And I was like, Girl, Sister, we're by the airport. Are you kidding me? There's homeless people absolutely everywhere. You just haven't noticed them yet. And she's like, I don't see them. And they're I, everything know. everywhere all at once, baby. I know. We talked about it a little bit. And I was like, Well, listen, you're going to ride the subway. We're going to hop on this train here. And then you will see them. And sure enough, the very first subway ride we took was from the Flushing Avenue J Station near my studio. Mm. And as we walk up the stairs to board the train, there is a man smoking crack. Oh. Very openly. Huh. On the steps. And she goes, oh, my God, that guy's smoking crack. And I said, see, I told you the subway is where they are. Oh, the folded guy. No, it was not the folded guy. That's Myrtle Broadway. No, no, no. There's a different folded guy who sits at the base steps uh, by the flushing one. Oh no, I don't. I, well, I don't know if he was folded because he was sitting down, so he came pre-folded. Yeah, he kind of like leans over at the bottom. He had done his deli. own origami, right? And he was very busy with a pipe at the moment. So. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even see the man with his pipe. Well, I saw him, but I didn't register what he was doing. Oh, of course. It yeah. was my sister's horrified gaze. Mm. that made it palpable but yeah well he might have a home he's just that's true he's just doing crack publicly you know what he he might he might have a home and there might be people there that don't appreciate the crack yeah probably so he likes to go out in public where we do appreciate it well we don't mind he says you know what someone might talk about this on a podcast later i'll look he's like he's like i'm i'm a content machine (laughs) yeah (laughs) he probably is in real life he he is the drama you know Oh, I'm sure he's the, he's, he's the situation. When he goes home, they're like, "Uh oh, the situation." Oh, situation's here. Uh oh, uh oh. Did anyone call Doctor Drew? We got a, we got a, we got something on our hands. Oh man, yeah. We got I think that guy's pretty far from being on Doctor Drew. Maybe intervention. Maybe. Same thing. Oh really? Doctor Drew does that? No, I think so. Oh he? no, no. I think no. intervention intervention <laughs> is a separate show. I don't think there's any celebrity host of that show. Did you ever watch the one where the girls? Doctor Drew does celebrity rehab. Oh, that's what you're thinking whatever. of. Which that guy's, you know, crack guy. He's nowhere near that. Not doing that he's not going that. to Palm Springs for a month no. for six hundred thousand dollars. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, you ever see the one where the the girl is addicted to um duster, like keyboard duster? Uh, no, I've seen many of these. I don't know, maybe, but I don't think so. It's wild. She goes, it's like I'm walking on sunshine. I wish my dad was alive. It's like real high, real low, real fast. Ooh, yeah, that's no good. That's like Towley. Well, there is a Towley mashup because <laughs> they did do a Towley version of Huffing. Yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty good. You know, I'll just say it because I don't think he listens to this and I hope he wouldn't be sad or offended. But I have a very good friend whose uh, brother died of Duster. What? Yes. You can overdo it on the Dusties? You can. His brother was addicted to the Dusties, and oh. it eventually got him. Oh. So it is a serious affliction, as hilarious as it is on paper. I mean, how? what's the over-under <clears throat> on, on that and poppers? I feel like it's, you know, all uh, the ones are a little bad. I think it's essentially the same thing. I think the problem with the duster is that it, it shoots out that, like, coolant. Oh, that right. That basically, like, it freezes your respiratory system over time. People's tongues turn black, and, you know, you're just... You're just absolutely eviscerating your lungs and your nervous oh. system. I think poppers are just nitrous, which I'm sure is not good for your brain, but oh, it's, no, it's not affecting yeah. other things Meh. so much, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not really, you know, causing any systemic issues. You're just killing a couple brain cells, but uh, who doesn't do that? Line them up, you know. I mean, you know. It's the gulag up there anyway. I mean, they're just like waiting for their time. Oh, really? Probably. You're sending them to Siberia 
one at a time. Yeah, they're just like, oh, am I going? <laughs> I had memory. And it's like, no, you don't anymore. Mm, sorry, Trotsky. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bud. You're you, going to get the ice pick one you day. You got to go. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's why I'm well-adjusted. LOL. <laughs> 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 I've melted out certain, you know, mm-hmm. repressed things, and now I'm just a happier person. Everybody's man at, mad at you for banning Ron from the apartment. What? Yeah. I haven't banned him. Yeah, you did ban him on the podcast publicly, and he when? heard it, and he's, when? When now did he's I... a sad puppy about it. When did I ban him? <laughs> oh, when I was like, the man can get a goddamn... Yeah. No, that's different. That's not banning. It's just stating truths. Yeah, no, I know. I know. You know, it doesn't bother me so much. I've I've made my peace with it, but apparently it still stings. In the family household. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you know what? No one likes that. No one likes to see a poppy sad, you know? King bro can get a king bro's <laughs> king size suite. Thank you so much. That's true. All right. Uh-huh. Fine. Fair enough. It's not It's not king bro to sleep on a couch over the age of 50. So sorry. No, that's absolutely what defines king bro. But that's just what you resent. No, king bro is You're like... king bro of this castle. King... And you don't like competitive kings. <laughs> <laughs> king bro is i'm sitting in my towel in my my king size bed cracking beers you know in my own personal mini fridge not the one the hotel has provided yeah maybe you know? maybe that's how i would prefer it too i mean not a, not on my dad's front but on my own personal front you know rather than stay with anybody of course you want a giant hotel room you want to flex and you want to raid the mini bar and live your home alone two fantasies Duh. yeah it's fucking great merry christmas you filthy animal and then you got to befriend a lady with birds. Yeah, that part's not so great. And then you, a rich child, just give her an ornament that you bought for 99 cents or something. <laughs> yeah, the it fuck? is funny how rich they are. They're so rich. The house they show in sh- suburban Chicago with like 11 bedrooms and a crazy attic, yeah. Also, are they Catholic? They have so many kids. Well, I think the deal in the Home Alone movies is that the entire family is going, so it's like cousins and unc- uncles and aunts oh. and stuff. They do have a lot of kids, but I think it's only like four or five. That's Which, too many kids. You know, that doesn't cancel out the Catholic theory, but it could be any number of things. Irish. So many. Mm. You know. No, she's Canadian the actress. Children of divorce. They could be the second family. You know, they're oh, all stepkids. They never That's make that clear. That's why they forget them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's why Biff will... Biff? What's the <laughs> what's the what's the older one that's chunky? Oh, oh God. His, his name's Buzz. Buzz, but if they all started with a B, if they were the bad guy, I believe, sibling. and I'm gonna say allegedly, because I I might be misremembering this, but I believe that Buzz turned out to be a wife beater or sex offender, or some combination of the two. He kept acting, and he was like getting kind of well known as an adult. I forget which TV show it was, but he was on like a prominent program, <sighs> and then it came out that he was a, a, an abuser. Okay, what's his name? Buzz? Just look up Buzz Home Alone. You'll recognize him. I want to say he was in like Better Call Saul, I think. Home Alone. Devin D. Retray? I don't know. Oh, he was in Nebraska. Yeah, that's right. He was in that movie too. And Better Call Saul. Yeah. He was in like prestige things for a second. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Personal life. Ooh, that's going to be. Oh, he strangled his girlfriend in 2021. Oh, just, you know, they could have been playing around. You never know. After an argument over his girlfriend failing to charge fans for his autographed. Oh. Autograph. Well, I take it back. Ooh. Spoke too soon. Ooh, he told her this is how you die? <laughs> oh, God. Okay. All right. Oh. Enough. Enough of buzz. He also did an alleged R word. He did? 
Uh-huh. No. Who had really? been friends with him for 15 years. Oh, no. Drugging, doing a little goopa. Okay, enough enough joking about Buzz. Oh, Buzz is sad. Yeah, Buzz that's real a, sad. That's a sad life. Oh. For him and everyone around him, yeah. apparently. What do you get? You missed 25 bucks on a autograph yeah i know i gotta choke some bitch out like what are you doing sir that's a really good point what could a buzz autograph possibly command ten dollars market yeah i have no idea you know if someone told me they had like an autographed home alone vhs tape with buzz's autograph i'd be like good for you i don't think i don't maybe the v you maybe besmirch the value of the vhs tape (laughs) yeah that's true did you know there is an emerging market for like sealed vhs tapes (sighs) they're going at auction for like incredible prices and people say we're not in an economic bubble, but... I mean, with the amount of people who, like, speaking of, like, cracked out people, the amount of people who do, like, thrift hauls and then resell it at a markup on Depop. Yeah, but that's been common for a long time. What's no, new about that? But it's, like, you know, fervor level. Like, you know, you have all these, like, suburban ladies just like, okay, so I went and I got a haul and it's 200 pounds and let's sort let's sort through it right now. And it's like kind of like they're on Adderall or some kind of cheap speed sorting it. Well, they probably probably are on Adderall unless they're being affected by the current shortage. There's a shortage of Adderall? Yes. Wow. Yeah. The kids are just going to do cocaine now? It's a big TikTok trend where people are like, my Lexapro doesn't work because I don't have my Adderall or vice versa. What? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's pharmaceutical What's concoctions Lexapro? that apparently, the, an SSRI, okay. that apparently the whole country is on. You know, everyone's levels are not adjusted properly because there's shortages of certain things. And, you know, it's causing mass aggravation. Oh, God. There's also someone on TikTok that identifies as a hawk. But that's a different issue. Like the bird? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. What? There's at least some portion of America's youth. Like a furry, but bird. An aviary? Yes. Yes. People dumb. He's doing his best to live with a human's body, but... Our prayers go out. Let's to him. let him try to fly and see how that goes, <laughs> and we'll we'll just yeah, say talk thank about, you, Darwin. All talk right. about somebody that's going to end up in the lake, like oh, he's going to be in three hundred pieces. Is yeah. what's going to happen. He's going to get on a ledge and be like, "I can do it." Mm-hmm. You know, but I think the exp- I believe I can fly. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, sorry, I'm s- sorry. Oh, speaking yeah. of <laughs> speaking of a rapist, I was like, oh, oh boy, I forget that that's him. I know. Yeah. All the good like all good songs are him from the nineties and you're like, fuck. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I don't know. A podcast that I listened to, they were like uh, a wedding DJ was asking the bride and groom, like, how do you guys feel about R. Kelly? Should I? And they were like, nah, just go for it. Which I basic basically think is how everybody feels at the end of the day. You're not gonna play Ignition remix? Give me a fucking break. Get the fuck out of here with that. I mean it's a banger. But Exactly. Honestly, I'm waiting to go to a gay wedding where they play Trapped in the Closet because that would just be funny for me. Mm. I would. Lo- <sighs> I heard a great joke about gay men. Why are they so stylish? You is stay it, trapped a, in the yeah, closet, closet that long. That's yeah, stupid. You'll eventually come up with something good. <laughs> <laughs> that is the oldest joke in the entire world. I love it. It's the dumbest one. It was on r slash dad jokes, which, yes, I do subscribe to. <laughs> if you've ever wondered what's circling through my mind while i record this podcast it's at least sometimes that wow okay (laughs) some of us think of buttons and how to time things and other people are 
r slash dad jokes yeah and they're r slash something else or you know r dash something else oh easy <laughs> you're hitting feeling that one kind of hard yeah, yeah. <laughs> feeling spicy i'm very tired i don't know why me too oh i went to the gym two di- two days in a row don't you usually do that or no. no you've been really relaxed about the gym lately huh no the fat is creeping back in you're Fuck off you're getting ready for a white boy summer you need to chub up a little bit <laughs> ew <laughs> ew the phrase chub up means something different in my world too so i don't well. really want no um no no it's a spiral girl of spring right now spiral girl yeah you gotta spiral out in the springtime oh really so you can have a chill summer oh okay that explains a lot yeah yeah hmm you know what's weird this is weird when you first said spiral the the first thing that you came said to spiral mind spiral bound notebook in your head didn't you no i, I was thinking of the the uh nambla logo or not the Nambla logo. Yeah, it is the Nambla yes, logo. Yes, I know exactly what that is. What are you talking about? The uh, National Association for Man-Boy Love. Their logo is a curly <sighs> spiral, and it shows up on conspiracy things all the time because a lot of corporate logos incorporate it for some reason. And it makes the peoples on the internet get upset that the pedos are in charge. This is a So prime, it crosses my line. This is truly a prime episode where we should have, you know, got the video recorder out for for YouTube infamy so everyone can see me rub my eyes in defeat. <laughs> Absolute resignation. Ugh. Well, what else did you do this weekend? Uh you were out posting late at one in the morning. Yes. On the Green and Lewis Instagram. Sure was. How does everyone at the gay bar feel about that? Do you keep it a secret from them? Or are they like, ah, what are you posting? Is that perfume? No, I just did it while Adam was in the bathroom. I was like, I'm oh. bored. I'm on, you know, make a post now. It's one in the morning. Wow, so that's what happens at those bars. So you're like, I'm bored. Well, when you're you're not talking to other people, you're not like hanging out, you're not dancing, you're not at the glory hole, perhaps. Ew, no, they don't have those there. <laughs> they don't have those there. No. What are these bars all about then? What do you need a separate space for? You know, well, granted, there were a lot of straight twenty somethings out out and about in Williamsburg. The line for Union Pool went down the block, and I went, Ooh. oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was, like, a straight couple making out at the gay bar, and I was like, no. Yeah. And he was elbowing me in my side, trying to get drinks for the chicks. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to slap the shit out of this man, so just be ready to, to get your go bag, and let's go. Yeah, aren't there any tough leather daddies around to, like, take those bros right. to task? No. 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 Well, you're the gym guy now, so you're going to have to be the defender of the gay bar. I know. I was like, am I going to be like, ever heard of Stonewall, motherfucker? Just really get in their faces. Mm. See what happens. I was just going to yell, Trevor, and then throw something and be like, have him chase after it. Oh, my God. Brandon. Yeah. Just yell. You also can yell Megan and all of them will go running. All the girls will go running. Oh my god, the fucking Uber driver doesn't speak English, and it's my goddamn birthday month, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> Megan! <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I mean, that's what I did. We were out until four in the morning, so it's fine. Damn, really, you closed it down, huh? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That when you go fun. out at 11 or midnight. Yeah, hey. I distinctly went out and I said... My intention with going out is to go somewhere faggy. Sounds fun. And then I wore a t-shirt. And then it was corrupted by the bros, as all things are. Uh, yes, yes it was. You know, that's how you know things are okay in the world. 
mm-hmm. if the bros are still out and about ruining everything, we haven't hit the I collapse mean, I guess, yet. Yeah, they, you know? they still have expense accounts. It's That's fine. right. Apparently, like eight dudes in Patagonia vests were smoking cigars outside of Windsun. So we know, you know, that place has fallen to Murray Hill encroachment. Yeah, well, once th- something's in the New York Times, you know it's doomed. Oh, yeah. You know? Maybe like Time Out. They Something read, like that, yeah. They read it in the office shitter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hmm. All right. I don't know. That's a weird, maybe, yeah, maybe on their phone. I had a weird like 1980s image of a Wall Street office and some guy like really spreading eagle having like a giant newspaper in front of him, like yeah. shaking it, you know? They still do to that. To straighten it up. They do that? No, In they finance don't. area, yeah. There's They roll in with those newspapers in that weird little fold. Wow. They sl- you know. Do you think that's just like a symbol to make people feel like they're knowledgeable and that they have authority and that they don't actually read them? That's what I would suspect. Or if they are reading them, they're reading them on their computer in between, you know, watching green and red candles go up and down and saying buy, sell, buy, sell. I mean, IDK. Yeah. I think it's just like they just use it to buy themselves more time. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm, I'm taking the newspaper in, in to go release. That's true. When you're working 90 hours a week, it's probably hard to find a break. Yeah. They're like, no one's going to bother me if I'm... Get out from under the watchful eye of the trading floor uh-huh. and take a solid 40 on the on the toilet. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad strategy. I mean, you know, I don't use the newspaper, but I like that excuse at work. Sorry, I just need take to an relieve art myself. And, and be know. like, huh? Yeah, that's true. And then just put it back on the table with a bunch of pages ripped out. <laughs> She's like, yeah, toilet toilet paper is low, man. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was my week. I did very little. You did very little, yeah. Well, I did a lot. You did so much. You did the thing that I was supposed to do on Saturday, and I was like, oops. Yeah, we should talk about the art shows. I mean, you're going to see them later, so yeah. we can readdress it maybe on next week's episode. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I guess I have some things to say about it. But yeah, my sister was here. It was really nice, you know. Day one, saw the guy smoking crack. Went to the Lower East Side and got Hot Pot, which was suspiciously easy to do for uh, a vegan. Oh, yeah. Separate. Oh, separate pots and you're good. We didn't even do that because I didn't care. I was like, this this is fine. Like, I just want to share with you. I'll eat eat the vegan, too. So I got we just got the vegetable broth. There's nothing in that that's, you know, contentious. Also, my sister is not that militant about it these days. She's pretty lax. She wants to go out. So she's like, look. But you weren't like, let's get a bunch of beef piles. No, she even said, I don't care if you dip things in it. Oh, yeah. Then what the fuck? But I didn't care. I was like, no, I'll, I'll, I want to try the Is other fish way. Ball? No, I didn't. I don't really like the fish balls that much. Making a mistake, but anyway. But I was pretty happy with what we got. Pumpkin was the real revelation to me. That is something that I will continue to get at Hot Pot in the future. Pumpkin? Yeah. Absolutely delicious. Pumpkin with a little bit of the peanut butter sauce and spicy sauce it's on delicious, it was yeah. so good. But I like it as a tempura. Pumpkin tempura slap. That would be delicious too. I had another pumpkin dish later, actually today, that was a little more similar to tempura. Hmm. It was a, uh, we went to a, actually it's in Bedside and it was not bad. It's vegan Jamaican food. I've heard of this place. Um, Natural Habit or something like uh, that. Yeah, over, um, over yonder. It's over on Malcolm X by Trad Room and all of that. Oh, Huh. Okay. Um, I don't think it's open at night. It's like a daytime thing. It's not yeah. a thing I would ever other, otherwise experience. But A double is technically vegan. Yes, doubles are vegan, but that's a different kind of Caribbean. Yeah. I f- I f- that's not Jamaican, but I forget what, what that is. West Indian. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I got a, you know, like Trini, a, meat, a meat pie that okay. you would get, a Jamaican-style meat pie, but it was pumpkin, and it was fucking really good. Oh. I'm, I've been on a pumpkin kick. 
I got that with my spo- smoothie. It is spring. What the fuck? I don't know. Pumpkin is for fall. I think it's a food for all times. But anyway, yeah, the hot pot was delicious, you know, and I just showed her Chinatown. We were just hanging out. The thing about the visit that was nice all around is that my sister didn't have much of an agenda. Right. She just specified I don't like waiting in lines. Yeah. So I was like, okay. All right. Same. We can pretty much we can pretty much avoid that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then we came here and hung out. What do we do Saturday? Saturday was the rainy, shitty. It was the worst day in the world. Like yeah. horrible day. But she's a trooper and she doesn't complain. She was just like, I don't know. This is springtime in New York. Let's like let's do our thing. My plan was, um, because you said you were going to the shows and we were going to dinner later. Mm-hmm. So I was like, basically, I'm stealing Will's idea. I think we should just go to the art galleries if you have any interest in that. Because there's things I want to see, and I think it'll be easy. No and then, lines. And there's no lines. Right. And then it turned out that the weather was shitty, and I was like, fuck, I don't really know if I want to do this. Yeah. But it turned out to be an okay thing to do, because just having to walk a little bit and then go inside, having to walk a little bit then go inside. It's a good idea, yeah. Gave you the ample opportunity to dry off. She still got to see a little bit of the town, because what I really wanted to do by going to Chelsea was use the High Line to get down to those floating islands that are near the Whitney Oh, yeah. So you get to see two, like, you know, gentrify but prime city parks. Yeah. And that those floating islands provide, like, a prime view of the Upper New Bay Jersey. and everything. Yeah. So you can see the Statue of Liberty. You can see all the way out there. You can see the W Hotel in Jersey City. You can Yes, you can see the lovely W Hotel. So bright. Yeah. So bright. Absurd. Um. But so we didn't do any of that, but we did just, we got a really good bagel, Brooklyn bagel. I was like, this is perfect. Didn't think about this in advance, but I think it's the best bagel. They also have a shit ton of vegan cream cheese, oh, so yeah, yeah. this is not going to be hard. Had the good bagel, and then we went and saw all the shows, which we can return to in a second. So I'm just going to run down the itinerary. Yeah. Um. Then that night, you know, we were kind of killing time between dinner, and she was like, Dad told me I should see Times Square. Can we go to Times Square? Because we were like, what are we going to do now? It was right. so rainy and shitty at this point that I was like, we need to just find somewhere to like relax for a while. Yeah. She oh, was did like, you take her to the secret bar? So we went up to Times Square and we went to Jimmy's Corner. Yeah. Is that the one you're referring to? Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that place a lot. But I don't often get to go there because the last couple times I've tried, it's so small that it packs T-T-T-T, out yeah. easily. But we got there at like 4.30. Oh, perfect time. Which was perfect time. So we got to sit in a little table in the back. And you know, my sister doesn't drink, but she's not opposed to that kind of environment. She's like, right. this is fine. We need to dry off. So I had a couple beers there and it was perfect because by the time we were leaving, three Midwestern women came in with their cups from a Broadway show. Oh, yeah. And they were being loud and annoying everybody in there. Who, By the way, there was a ton of Irish guys in there. I don't know Mm -hmm. if they're local to the place or what, but like Irish from Ireland guys. And, you know, they're just quietly chatting and then they get, oh, my God, Betsy, look at this fucking place. It's so. And they're annoyed. Well, they're like, thank God we found a, a quaint pub yeah where we can talk because it's you know they're not going far you know so everyone in there is annoyed because th- the bar is small enough that three people in there is disruptive to the entire place there's Correct. nowhere to escape them so yeah. they show up they're being loud the bartenders are kind of rolling their eyes like what can i get you ladies and then they shake their cups from their broadway show they shake them like a homeless man and they're like can you put our drinks in here Three vodka tonics, Whoa. one with lime, one with lemon, and one with a vodka splash tonic. of crayon. Yeah, that was the, that literally Ew. was the drink order. Disgusting. And the the junior bartender goes to the senior bartender, and he's like, "Hey, they want me to put them in the cups." And the senior bartender's like, "No." Fuck I off. just see yeah. him go like, "Why are you even asking me this?" Like, "No, of course not. They have to drink it in here." 
<laughs> so they do. What, did they see the Lion King and wanted to have a walk around? I don't know. I don't know. And it's really funny that they were doing that because not four days before that, my coworker <sighs> had a Broadway show cup at work. And he was like, if you go to a Broadway show, they give you really nice cups. They are not really nice cups. They are basically like 7-Eleven big gulps. Yes. With like a Starbucks sippy lid on them that are branded Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or whatever the are hell. People, are people dumb? Very. Has no one ever been to a SeaWorld and gotten a commemorative lemonade for $8? Listen, the guy at work that was talking about this is a, a know-nothing Zoomer, so I'll give him a pass. Okay, I'm like, on. you probably haven't been to SeaWorld. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. You know nothing of this. Cedar Point, what's that? You know? Yeah. So, fine. But these older ladies, like, man. So anyway, they were in there, and that was time to go. We'd been in there for two drinks, and I was like, perfect. The Broadway shows are letting out. Let's go. You got to run. Yeah. Yeah. So we went and got dinner. We went to Spicy Moon. It was like a vegan Szechuan place. It was really, really good, actually. Mm. That's what my sister was eating last night when you came home, the leftovers from that. We had a really nice dessert that I'm sure they serve at all Szechuan restaurants that I've never had, which was a uh, pastry with like sweet sesame, uh, sesame, sweet sesame paste in it. It wasn't bean paste? No, like it was not bean, red, red bean. bean. I said don't order that if you've never had it because it's a little bit weird. It's not, not weird. I think it's kind of weird. It's not for everyone. It's a weird texture. Uh, well, once you know what you're getting into, you're like, oh, fine. Yeah, it, for me, it's not even a textural thing. I think the flavor of the red bean is not exactly what people expect from a dessert. Yeah. White people love sugar dessert. Yeah, and so, but this was a perfect middle ground where it was not too sweet, but like you know, imagine just like a sweet tahini. That's essentially what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Inside of like a delicious donuty like pastry. Yeah. Super good. Hmm. The dessert was my favorite thing. But I got like some Kung Pao mixed vegetable mixed vegetables and tofu that were really good. Hmm. We had a lot of really good food, actually. <clears throat> so we went there. We tried to go to comedy. That was a situation where there was a line. Of course. And there was a lot of drunk people. And the drunk people were getting kicked out of line. And there Did was you try to go to the eleven show or the midnight show? No, we we actually got out of dinner really fast. This restaurant like turned it and burned it. We were in oh, and out shit. in like an hour. Oh. So my intention was to go to the 9.30 or 10 o'clock show. And when we got there, we thought, ooh, maybe we can even make the 9 o'clock. 10 o'clock is the prime, It's the hardest one. But for the standby tickets, you have to get there fully an hour ahead of time. Yes, of course. So we were there around 9, and we were like, all right, maybe we'll try for the 10 o'clock one. And then it just seemed so insurmountable with the number of people that were trying to do that and how chaotic it was because they're trying to let in a show like basically turn the room almost every 30 minutes and it was yeah. just chaotic so we tried for a while but we were like forget it and ended up just coming back to brooklyn going mm-hmm. to marco's for a second and then going home but the craziest thing was there was a drunk guy that got kicked out of line mm-hmm. and his friends were like whatever man like I-, I don't know what he got kicked out for it was really unclear i couldn't tell whether his, the rest of his party had tickets and he did not Oh. Or whether he was just too drunk and they were like, get out of line. You're not getting in there. You know, it was one of those type of things. But the notable thing was that this guy was an obviously like Russian or Polish or some kind of Eastern European. And so were the rest of his friends, except for one kid that was Asian. And then me, Re, and my sister, our minds were completely blown when the Russian kid starts speaking Russian to all of his friends and the Asian kid starts speaking it. And we were like, I've never seen. That I really don't mean this. That's surprising. In New TV York, age. I guess not. But I mean, I've never seen a Southeast Asian person speak a Slavic language in my life. 
nor vice versa to be fair it's i'm not like slagging anybody here it's just that we were like whoa what is this situation this is weird and 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 the crazy thing is when that first happens other languages when you don't speak them that are not romantic languages sure it wasn't like georgian or something could have been but this is what i'm getting at is they're similar enough that i was like is the white kid speaking like thai or is the yeah. is the asian kid speaking like some kind of belarusian or are they both speaking kazakh or something yeah. like i i would not know i have no fucking idea it was really weird and they kept switching between that and english like so you, kashmiris take manhattan yeah 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 so you would get like enough of the conversation because we were trying to piece together what happened to them in line. Mm. It's the only reason we were paying attention to this at all. And you'd get like a little bits of them switching back to English, which, by the way, they both spoke like completely fluently with Brooklyn accents. So they were from New York. They were not from mm. another country. I know that for sure. They were definitely just like city kids from like a weird mixed ethnic community where maybe. Where? I don't know. Is there somewhere in Queens where everyone speaks like again like Brighton. Vietnamese and Brighton. Russian, you know? Brighton. Yeah, maybe. It was pretty crazy. Hmm. It was a weird mix. Huh. Interesting. And then so yesterday we did Staten Island Ferry, which that was really exciting to me because I've never done Staten Island Ferry. And I've never set foot in Staten Island. I've only driven through there. As one should. Yeah. Oh, also before that, we went to Russ and Daughters, which was sick. We told you about this yesterday. Yeah. But, oh my God, was that damn good. Sometimes you have to go to the Cathedral of Appetizing, you know, pay your respects. You say, you say thank you so much, thank you so much. I will say this. For a short visit, my sister did get to do some really prime food shit, which is not hard to do in New York, but like yeah. very New York-y things. Like getting a very, very good bagel and getting yeah. Russ and Daughters is yeah. like that's pretty good yeah I get, yeah, yeah you know what i mean for someone that's here for like two and a half days right I get, uh, yeah. that's what you might as well hit i mean we can hit all the ethnic food you want but in a certain sense you can get all sorts of food all sorts of places but like bagel you know jewish food basically yeah it's like hey let's do it you know like slam some herring and let's go yeah so we went there which was fantastic but the staten island ferry i was excited to do this because i'd never done it we had a great day to do it. You get an amazing view of the Statue of Liberty. That is true. I don't know why anybody would pay to do it any other way. Uh, suckers. Just go on the free ferry. Take the Ikea ferry. But the thing I didn't realize is that because it's a mode of public transportation and not a touristy thing, they fucking haul ass. Duh. The boat hauls ass. That orange boat don't fuck around. So that trip from lower Manhattan to Staten Island is like sub 20 minutes. It's so fast. You think they're fucking around? I mean, you know. Well, when I was looking around and I was like, oh, 95% of the people on this boat are just tourists. And the poor 5% of people that are like sitting inside on a nice day, like, I just want to get to where I'm going fast and in in quiet are like so upset. I was like, good for those people that it only lasts this long. Yeah. But uh, that was really nice. And then we hung out on Staten Island all day, just like looking for stuff to do. Because why not? We're over here. And I was like kind of pumped up. I was like, whoa, this is weird. Like, like looking for where the Wu-Tang Clan was? Yeah. Area of New York I've never been to. Like, Although, as I described to you yesterday, public transport wise, it's basically an impenetrable <sighs> wasteland yeah. of only buses that like seem to just go around the perimeter. Like I'm sure they go other places too, but... Who knows? Staten Island is huge too. So there's like 
you know, we were looking up a place to go and we found this cool place called the ship graveyard. That's like a place where they dock defunct ships and just let them rust to death. Oh, and I like wanted to go see this, but it was on the west side of Staten Island. And I was like, getting over there is impossible, literally impossible. It's also kind of a hill. The island is a hill. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You can't like, unless you're trying to cross 287 or 278, whatever the fuck the number it is. Yeah. You can't do it. Well, have you ever looked at a map of Hawaii, the big island? No. Because I've never been there, but I've looked at maps of everything all the time. Mm-hmm. So the big island of Hawaii is basically just a giant volcano, right? So the only real road is just goes around the outside of it. Right. And there's a few that obviously go up the mountain and stuff to yeah. observatories and places. But like, basically, that's it. It's you just a ring of, around yeah. a hill. That's what I felt like Staten Island was like. It's obviously much more densely populated than that and nowhere near that elevation. But it does feel like that. The lava is just Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson's come, you know, <laughs> yeah. below the surface, ready to, you know, melt the whole thing into the volcano. Is the dump, and the lava is Pete Davidson's come. Tracks. Okay, <laughs> continue. So, but we're just looking for stuff to do, and I was like, "This is fun." I like can't wait to see what's around here. And they had a great like uh, cultural center and botanical garden. We didn't get to experience any of the cultural center part. Nor the botanical garden, for that matter, because all the buildings were closed. We were there like late on a Sunday, mm. but all the gardens they had were really neat. Um, I don't know. I would like to go back there sometime. It was kind of cool. It was called the Snug Harbor Cultural Center. What a terrible name! And it's like where. <laughs> what a terrible S- name. Snug Harbor sounds like a place you'd go at about one in the morning. Honestly. <laughs> Put a bar there, I'll go. Yeah. I'm sure there's gay bars on Staten Island, and I don't think you want to go there. No. That sounds thank like you. A, a prime case of a lot of R's, if you know what I mean. <sighs> <laughs> See, you took a nice thing and then you made it bad. Rule of threes, man. You said it twice. I had to put the icing on the cake. Sorry. Oh, God. Um But yeah, we just checked that out, and then we took a very expensive Uber ride to another place, just killing more time, called Fort Wadsworth. This was my favorite thing. Wow, a fort was your favorite place? Yeah, absolutely it was. Everyone shocked. <laughs> I had no idea about fort. A military base in history disused that's now a park? Oh, yeah. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. I wonder if you'll enjoy it. Well, I really did. You'll be happy to know, and I'm happy to report to our listeners that I did enjoy it. Uh-huh. So we get we get over there after an expensive Uber ride, which why they were so expensive on Staten There's Island. Less of them. I couldn't figure out, but yeah. Um, but this base was cool because first of all, it's under the Verrazano bridge, which is affords an amazing view just of the area in general back to Manhattan, but also like the size and scale of the Verrazano bridge is incredibly impressive from underneath in a way that you don't realize when you're on it. It's huge. It's fucking huge. You realize when you're on it, when you look over the side and you go, Oh, fuck me that's a far that's a long way down yeah but there's something about experiencing some, like something in a car first of all and then usually you're just like fr- going from point a to point b you're not really marveling at it mm. like when you're not using a structure of that scale well you know sometimes you're driving over it and you're like maybe i could use this one day Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well yeah if you did that you would definitely die so oh, yeah if you ever feel like it yeah. jump that median just wee! i support it <laughs> Um, but so that's, that's the best part of it is like, holy shit, this bridge is amazing. You know, you can walk around under it so freely. I was like fantasizing about committing a terrorist attack because it would be so easy. 
I'm like, we're so lucky more people don't hate America. Like, they make a big deal out of the people that, quote, hate America. They hate America. People hate America, but they hate Staten Island even more. Yeah. Well, you could cut it off from all of civilization with one fell swoop. I might do it. I mean, Jesus. Allegedly. In Minecraft. In Minecraft. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Did you know somebody got tagged for making a joke and then saying in Minecraft, and they were like, no, that doesn't count as enough irony. Oh. And they sent him to jail. I forget what the joke was, but. Listen, I got to get to New Jersey sometimes real fast. I would never. Mm -hmm. I got to scooch on over that bridge. Yeah, no, we would never even think of it. No. But you could do it really, really, really easily. No, it's not like the Bayon that'll fall into the river eventually anyway. China, if you're listening, forget about TikTok. You could invade New York City and uncontested. Send a couple of forward operatives, take out the bridges. This would be no problem for you. Get the Navy in the Atlantic Ocean and give us a run for our money. Let's fucking go. Maybe don't. Because the thing about Fort Fort Wadsworth is... The taking of Fort Wadsworth 2025? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, forget about the invasion of Taiwan. Yeah, it's not... What's the what's the Pelham... What's the taking of Pelham 123? Yeah. The yeah, Taking yeah. of Fort Wad- Wadsworth. That's a very good movie, by the way. Taking of Pelham 123 has a special place in my heart because my grandpa, for years and years, badgered me to watch it. Never seen it. Because I liked the Denzel remake. Oh. But, but there's yeah, a yeah. Walter Matthau, like 1970 original, yeah. version or whatever, that he just kept saying, you got to watch that one. It's so much better. It's so much better. And then I did watch it, finally, after being pestered for like 10 years. And I was like, oh, it was way better. Well. And is a good movie. So if anybody wants to watch that, Taking of Pelham 123. Anyway, Fort Wadsworth. Yeah. Not only is it like a beautiful, just derelict fort that's fun because it's a national park and fun because no one is there. Like Staten Island is so much less populated than the rest of New York. And people don't know about these things that like it felt like being in Ohio or something. I was like, oh, there's like 15 people in this whole place. Was it like Squire's Castle level? Like you can just climb around this thing? Yeah, absolutely. But at a very much larger scale, Mm -hmm. you know. Squire's Castle is just like a fake little project by one man. This is like right. a government project. And the fort was built like, my guess was that it was, because what they kept saying was it was a revolutionary war era entrenchment in the first place. Hmm. It was the staging ground for the British invasion of Brooklyn during the Revolutionary War. How'd that go for them? Very well, actually. Oh. They captured it really, really quickly. They routed George Washington all the way up the Hudson River and they had New York for the majority of the war. Oh, but so, we had Fort Greene. Um, not for long. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we lasted maybe three or four days. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> not, okay. not okay. well. Okay, okay, okay. This is what I'm saying. China, you could definitely replicate this strategy. <sighs> Just get in there. But So, they kept saying it was a revolutionary war era fort, and I was like, yeah, but like all of this like poured concrete and stuff, this has got to be from like World War II. That's what I was thinking. Like no, They, they no. reinforced this to keep the U-boats out of here. You know, mm. but it turns out that in the middle of the 19th century, I want to research this for further, like right before the Civil War and during the Civil War, they decided to like, you know, beef up this fortification. So by the time they finished building it, it was already obsolete because it was like from the, went from the era of like big cannonballs to the era of explosive. What are you looking at? That flying object in the room. Oh, it's just a fly or something. Ew. Sorry, Fort Wadsworth. Yeah. That's a weird buzzy one. I don't like those. Um, anyway. 
Fort Wadsworth. Yeah, so it went from the era of like cannonballs destroying things to like explosive shells. Oh. So by the time they laid the last brick on this thing, it was already hopelessly obsolete and they basically right. moved out of it right away. Huh. So it's like a mid to late 19th century. I mean, they kept using it, you know, and they kept like trying to update it, but it was essentially DOA. Mm. So you're looking at a thing that's like really, really old and it's a cool like kind of fortification because it's set up for all these different cannons. It's like set up in a way that they would never do anymore. Um, But that was also like the last gasp of like almost medieval style fortifications before it became trenches. Does the national park, it's a national park, right? Yeah. Do they have a thing where you can do like, I feel like this is up your alley of like a project. You know how like artists do the projects and like historic trusts and stuff? Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be like Fort Wadsworth, the most feudal fort in all, all of New York history. You know, I Let's don't fuck around and find out. Maybe I don't know about Fort Wadsworth in particular, or about New York, New York State in particular. But I have applied several times to a program like this in Alaska. Yeah, their national their national parks run an artist residency for all of the different national parks up right. there, and I've applied a couple of times to go to the Aleutian Islands and. Uh, do a project unlike the World War II battles that took place there. Yeah. They're not so interested in this, though, because they're the national park system, and they're like, we like pictures of birds and nice things that make people want to come here yeah. and not think about death. Correct. However, these military ones, like in they, cities... Up your, uh, yeah, 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 up your, up your alley. Especially that yeah. nobody probably... I mean, listen, there's always, like, military nerds that know a lot more than me that are going to outfox me on these things. But yeah, sure. I mean, they might be open. They might be like, oh, somebody cares about this beyond going there to do drugs. Yeah. Cool. You're not going to do spray paint graffiti on our walls? Yeah, yeah. You're like, I might, but with purpose. My sister described it very accurately just as an urban national park, though. It's such a different feel than like, you know, you think of those and you think of Yellowstone or Yosemite or something that's like just inherently beautiful. But the beauty of these comes from the fact that they're basically like neglected kind of is the, it a little like vimy ridgy kind of where you're like not like it's a that. trench but you know no not like that trees not like that at all because no active war was ever fought there and like yeah v- that makes it a little more funny vimy ridge is like um that's just well it's actually hollowed ground and nobody does graffiti on it yeah here this is just like a you know oops we left a behind. giant abandoned property once again for like teenagers to explore and you know yeah it's the fort tilden of staten island yeah 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 exactly mm. but no it was, it was just pretty cool all around if you're just looking for like a nice thing to do like a nice view just a nice place to walk around that's not overrun with people that's like kind of interesting kind of urban kind of natural go to staten island is yeah really i would highly recommend it i, tr- I truly truly would because it wasn't that hard to get there and, mm. it, and you know people like to go to greenwood cemetery and things like this people like that kind of like urban exploration it's not your cup of tea and it's not really mine either i mean i happen to do it in a lot of cities other than here mm. but you know mm. on the odd occasion that you're looking for something to do that's like out of the out of the huge i'd go over there mm. yeah so that was Staten Island. Huh. And we just came back and chilled. And today we went to Flushing Meadows Park, which I'd never been to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that cool at all. No. Yeah. Very flat. Well, I didn't realize that it's just kind of Very a dump. Wet. Yeah, it's kind of gross. It's kind of a dump because they had the World Fair, Fair there and they built all these like really nice oh, the things oh, that, that they that like one, just yeah. totally let decay over time. Yeah. You know? So you were like, what, by the Queen's Museum? The Queen's Museum is in that park. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, and that big, uh, they call it the Unisphere, that like silver that globe thing. thing. Yeah. I like that thing, and it's actually a really famous skate spot. 
And oh. this was the perfect time of year to see it because the fountain is empty and you can only skate it when there's no water in it. So were you like, oh, I wish I had my board so I could I'd, break several other limbs? I did think that. I went there and I took a picture of a very famous ledge and I sent it to my bros. And if I sent it to you, you'd be like, what is this? What? Why did you take a picture of this? It's literally a picture of nothing, but it's really famous. A lot of things have happened there. Brandon Beeble, frontside nose grind shove out. Girl, yeah, right. <laughs> I just heard words at my face. And I don't know how to feel about any of them, so... Listen, I'm sure you've done a couple of frontside nose grind shoves out in your in your day, but with a different meaning. Shoves in, <laughs> sweetie. Um, a little different, a little different. Um, but yeah, Flushing Meadows was a dump. I was like, why don't we just go? We don't have much to do today. It's right by the airport. We can just yeah. hang out for a while and then go to the airport, but... Then you're like, oof. You know, I was like, have you ever seen Men in Black? Because that's what everybody oh, knows really? those dumb World Fair things from. She was like, yeah. And then we went there. And I was like, oh, these are like. They're fucked. This, it looks like Chernobyl. You're like, oh, America did let everything kind of just, collapse. That's just kind of Queens, though. Yeah. Upkeep is not in the Queens MO. They're no. like, knock it down, build a new thing, stick it on top of it. They're, they're like, eh. Upkeep. Historical. Nah. Well, and it's really kind of a bummer because like right right next to those things is this giant amphitheater that apparently hasn't been used since the 60s. Yeah. It's like completely overgrown inside. And I'm like, you can't figure out how to make this no. into like a music venue or like something where people would want to do stuff. No, because there's the Forest Hills Amphitheater. So you don't need that. So one. dumb because it's an amazing like modern structure that's like completely novel. And if you just worked on upkeeping it and like. I think it was built kind of shoddily. Partially the problem. Probably. I mean, it was probably built in like six months to last three months, and here it is 50 years later. But still, like, revamp it. Use it. It's cool. All that stuff there was kind of cool, but, like, they just let it go. That's that's Queens in a nutshell. Yeah. It's cool, and then it got let go. Yeah. So that's what we did today. Do you want to talk about the art shows for a second? Sure. Yeah. So, of course, I saw the Richter show. Yeah. That I, you know, the show everyone is talking about. The second showing of the last paintings of the whatever. Sure. Of his career. Just because no one saw the Met show. So, my hot take on this is that I did like the paintings themselves. You don't like those prints? I guess, because the paintings are just Richter squeegee paintings, but with, like, nice colors. Hmm. And you're like, okay, the colors are nice, you know. Um, but, yeah, I don't get why everyone cares about the drawings and the digital prints and all the little shits and no those are collector's items and i mean that in the worst way yeah yeah like if you can't if you're not on the wait list and you will never be on the wait list for the squeegees you can buy one of those yeah that's pretty They'll much let it. you buy one of those yeah that's right but they showed like way too many of them they're all the same none of them are good which uh which swarner is it in the ground floor of their main building, their wood-paneled building. Oh, on 20? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's nice to go see those paintings. That's fine. Huh. Cool. You'll probably never see them again. They're going to end up in on a Saudi's boat. Yeah, probably. So, cool. Take, take them all in. But at the end of the day, they are just squeegee paintings. If they weren't Gerhard Richter, they I would don't be nothing, think yeah. I would really care about them. Right. Um. Yeah, and man, I, I don't know. Roberta Smith made such hay about like those drawings, and oh, isn't it interesting that he made digital prints of watercolors? And That's you're like, old people. No, it's you know, not. <laughs> old people going, ooh, computer. Yeah. You know, we know we we know what happens when old people find computer. Mm-hmm. No bueno. Yeah, so that was the whole premise for going, and I guess I'm happy that I saw it, because I do like Richter, but yeah. at the end of the day, basically nonplussed by the whole thing. I kind of was like, if I don't see it. 
you're not really you, it's fine they'll show up in a the paintings will show up in a museum show some t- yeah. at some point you'll see some of them when you're like i can walk you know stay indoors and watch dog show uk and take a nap mm-hmm. or schlep to chelsea in the rain Ooh, and if I you, know what I'm doing. And if you saw one in a museum show, you might go, why are they showing that schlock from the 80s again? And then you'd look at the label and go, oh, 2022. Oof. Oh, okay. What a mess. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't hate him, but I don't know. But there was a lot of other, to me, good stuff up. I liked that Albert Olin and Paul McCarthy show at yeah. Gagosian a lot. I don't love a Paul McCarthy, gotta say. I don't mind him at all. I don't like. I don't have a particular fixation on him like a lot of young artists do. But this, the monumental scale of some of the stuff they were showing, I was like, okay, interesting, whatever. Is he dead? Yeah, he dead. Really? You sure. Pretty sure he might not be though. I think he might. Be Sometimes I get him and Mike Kelly confused. Mike in my Kelly, head. real dead. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of flying off the bridge, yeah, he's he did that. Mm-hmm. Someone called the Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> That's where he ended up. <laughs> And you know the Paul McCarthy stuff is not what I was fixated on. I liked seeing the Albert Olin series. It's they been looked a, good. It's been a while since I've seen his is work. Is that where that broken grid thing was? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Which which is a Richter. Well, it's very Ish. much Albert Olin shtick to do like something that's just not his brand, but that's in the same series course, as yeah. like everything else. And that one was particularly good because uh, my sister actually figured this out. You know the form that keeps reappearing in all those Albert Olin paintings? The McDonald's logo adjacent one? Yes. Yeah. It's just the shape of one of the sculptures in the show, the Paul McCarthy sculpture. Oh. So that's the light motif that runs through the whole thing. And every painting has that in it, but it's disguised to varying degrees okay. or not. And, you know, that's a very obvious thing or whatever. Yeah. But as an organizing principle for an Albert Olin series, it wasn't bad. There was a lot of hot paintings on that show. Hmm. There's also too many of them. So there's a lot of not very good where you're just like, okay, you did your... Was that on 24th and there's too many of everything? Yeah, there was just too many okay, of it. Yeah. Too many giant things in one place to really fully appreciate them. Yeah. You're like, you could have just done one painting on every wall, but instead you did like five. Remember when there was that weird boat? Or like a haunted house looking thing look like a Disney ride? No. I mean, only because I remember so many things that are like that in that space. You could be describing a Takeshi Murakami show. I, I, it could I, I be could, a Damien yeah. Hurst. You know, I, who knows? Yeah. It could be a Kaigao Kwang. Or, like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Any number of artists that are like, oh my God, they're going to take the roof off for me. It better be big. Right. There's a lot of shows like that over there. Yeah. Painters that are like, I better make a 40 foot long one. Otherwise, they're going to look small. I feel like every time I've gone to that uh, space, it's been closed for install. So I'm just like, yeah, I only go in there once a year when it's yeah. not being installed. Yeah. Hey, look, I'm not like giving I'm not giving this the show of the century or anything. Right. I'm just saying for a show over there, it was exciting to see. It wasn't bad. OK. Wasn't bad at all. Definitely like worth a look, you know, if you're in the neighborhood. Josephine Halverson was really good. Yeah. Um, I like her paintings more and more all the time, but I've seen less of them in recent years than I feel like I used I've to seen see. A lot of them, and on a technical level, maybe you missed the last show because the last show I was like, no, not for me. Well, listen, nothing she's doing is like revolutionary at this point. She's very much has her lane and she stays in it. They're more or less like Trump Loy paintings of flat things. Yeah. Sometimes she does more straightforward like landscapes or still lives now that aren't as like don't have as much emphasis on the frame right or whatever but they're very well painted i mean her her accuracy only going up has only gone up and now she does acrylic gouache on panel instead of oil on canvas Ooh, flat as fuck so the effect of them is even better and the 
accuracy you would have to have to mix all your colors and like nail them without blending right. is really impressive. It is. She's yeah. a great painter. It, it, it's really impressive to be able to make paintings that really convey the reality of something with a lot of uh, with a high degree of accuracy, mm -hmm. but that still have a lot of style to them. Hmm. It's interesting. I liked them, they're, but they're very much in the vein of art. No one's going to talk about because it's like too technically accomplished for some people. Is it John Yao art? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. it's like almost it's a little bit like how do I want to say it? I was going to say kitschy, but that's not what I mean. It's just, you know, it's just sort of wholesome art. It's not it's not making an effort one way or another to like it's not try too hard. Yeah. No, no, yeah. No. So no one's going to say anything, but it's if you're a painter, it's worth seeing. I thought it was good. Hmm. Um What else was there? Those were the ones that stuck out in my mind. We did see a lot of other stuff though. You went to Pache and saw Kenny? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I liked the Kenneth Nolans. Manhattan Art Review trashed them, but I think yeah. they're good. They got shapes? Yeah, they're shaped canvases. Um, I don't know. Shapies and stripies? Th there's also, like, there's cool moves going on because they're, like, sort of later period Kenneth Nolans. Hmm. Not, they're, like, maybe late 70s paintings. Ooh. There's things where, Ooh. like, he'll paint. Ooh, that can go ways. That can go directions. Well, it doesn't go the bad direction that later Nolans go where, like, or well, where a lot of formalists went in the eighties, where they're like, "Ooh, iridescent paint," or "Ooh, chunky." They, oh yeah, they they love the chunk. It's in the period of time that avoids like gimmick for its own sake entirely, but is still pretty like restrained. But there's a lot of interesting moves. Like there was one painting that had a really cool effect. That it was obvious that he had painted on the front of something and then looked at the back of it and was like, "Ooh, the back is better." Oh yeah. And then used the back as the new substrate. Uh-huh. Um, there's just a lot of like very subtle textural moves and like I always like paintings that are unphotographable. Hmm. And these are the epitome of that for the most part, because truly like I think people that look at them and say, Oh, shapes are a gimmick, don't understand how much the, the shape affects the color. All you need to do when you're looking at a painting that's like got a lot of color on the periphery and is on a shaped canvas is hold your phone up to it and try to take a picture. Good luck. Like it looks completely different in real it life. Wild, yeah. Then it looks in reproduction, which I think is always an achievement. And I think Kenneth Nolan actually had like a pretty good handle on that. Hmm. Some of them are really bad. Like there's one that's like just straightforwardly like a plaid painting with a novel color scheme, but you're like, it's just plaid, dude. Stop. Oh well. And there's another one that's just like a straightforward, like only horizontal stripes that kind of looks like an awning, and you're yeah. like, I could lose this one. But the right. more inventive ones are really good. It's just he made a lot of work and they're not all bangers, you know. Yeah. But I liked that. Um, yeah, I don't know. There was a Paul Setsima show. How do you Setsima show yeah. at Matthew Marks? Very interesting on a technical level, but that's about it. Um, he's like an incredibly accomplished, basically Trump Loy painter. Hmm. They're not coming to mind right now, and I don't know why. No, that's. I mean, the famous ones are like enamel paintings of. Um, you know, classic 20th century phones, like a receiver and a cord and like a rotary dial. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they're yeah, like yeah. enamel on canvas with like a slight amount of relief yeah, that yeah, yeah. bolsters the forms. They're very pleasing things to look at. Like on a content level, I don't know what he's on about. Hmm? He also does like paintings of money that are like really accurately yes. rendered in watercolor and have weird relief. Like those were hot in the, th the 2010s. So he's still doing he was that. having a moment. The only addition to this show were these um, basically like pointillist paintings of pages from a Picasso book. 
And nobody need it. Nobody needs it, but you know, just again on the level of being dazzled, they remind me of like the Jeff Koons paintings that are made to look like digital prints that are just meticulously done. But it's one guy that did it, and not like a whole studio. So you're like, okay. I mean, I guess. Sure. Again, there, sure, there's nothing to that. But winky, yeah, winky. Much of the maybe not. Yeah, that's true. I didn't even think about that, but probably. You know, much of the art that was up, I was like, oh, this is really middling, but this is not as bad as I remember. Because oh. I just haven't done Chelsea in so long. I was like, oh, it is kind of nice to just do the rounds and be like, hmm, all right. All these people are still around. Nothing's yeah. blowing my socks off, but I didn't feel like I wasted my time. Right. You know. I mean, it's also because you're only going to like five places. You're like, I'm not going to this middling shit. I'm going to go to the things I want to go to. You don't have to go everywhere because not everywhere is good. No. Most of it is bad. So you just can just skip it. Well, we went to a lot of middling shit too, but I'm just not remembering it. Like, I'm not remembering it actively enough to even like, tell you now? what it was. Oh, boy, I don't like, remember. No, I window shopped Casman, but I was, I'm was i trying to register what it was, and I can't think of it. Anything at Listen? Listen was like Tony Orsler, I think, and I oh, didn't go in. No one wants that. It was like some weird psychedelia of, like, cutouts of people. Yeah, we're good on that. I didn't, yeah, I didn't uh, care. Hmm. Wow. Oh, there was a Helen Frankenthaler show that was at Gagosian, work from the 1990s, which is an interested, interesting period of time to pick. Um, huh. I liked it, but it's obviously just decorative schlock for corporate offices, you know. Um, but, you know, she was really sowing her oats at that time. Things on black canvas, things on green canvas, Ooh. like um, a lot of really thick texture, which I don't know if I've ever seen Frankenthaler do. You take... Th- your sable brush and you you smear it around real thick on the dot canvas and then you know we're, we're just trying to you know find liquid and solid and move it into a substrate i watched a video of her in her advanced age installing a show in a gallery oh no like when she was probably in her 50s or 60s and she did seem like a real bitch she was like really mean to the gallerist and the art handlers and i was married to motherwell of course that would make you a fucking psychotic person why he seemed like a nice man the man he talks like this Mm -hmm. and uh no he doesn't talk like that doesn't he no he's not like a new york he doesn't have a new york g voice no he has like a nasal mid-atlantic he's got like a mid-atlantic sort of low voice though really yeah isn't he also holding a stupid I dog? I use the Surrealist device. Now I'm doing like Colonel Sanders, but he's like, <laughs> I, I use the Surrealist device of pointing at a page and it had to be a favorite book. And oh, that, I, okay. of course, picked James Joyce or whatever. And he's like, I opened the page to the homely Protestant, which is to say me. You know, he's talking about how he named a painting. Yeah, why yeah. not just be like, I'm the potato eater, motherfucker. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It seemed like there was a lot of glorious schlock up. Let's put it that way. Uh, basically, everything I named was glorious schlock, yeah. and I liked it. When the market is bad, you got to do a little fire sale action, that, you know? That's what I'm realizing as a grown person is like, oh, when abstraction comes back, we're in for a recession. <laughs> We got to get some wallpaper up for the clients, please. Big, big Abby's back. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Everybody lock your 401ks now. No, I'm kind of into it, except that I know it's going to influence like a bunch of 21 year olds that are going to make some really bad work. Oh, well, look what happened for to the you. next five or 10 years. Yeah, well, fair enough. 
You'll come out the other side, kids. Just don't drive your car off the bridge. Yeah. In the just, meantime. Just in the median. I'm New sorry Jersey. you can't get enough Adderall to survive, but, mm. you know. The kids will be fine. Yeah, eventually. Yeah.